Broadcasting to you live from the Badlands of Texas. You're listening or watching Midnight Radio. I'm your host, Jerry Adams. We're rocking right to you all the way across the sun, across the moon, across the stars, from Israel all the way to Northern Ireland. We have a hell of a show for you today. Some things I never thought I would talk about in my life. We're going to talk about them right now. I'm here to ask you this one question. When's the last time you had a nice, tall, cool glass of breast milk? Yes, I said breast milk. And the first thing you thought about was, what? It's like I said a dirty word or something. Look at you, people. Look at you. How is breast milk bad? It's milk from a human. You know what's nasty? Is moo juice. Moo juice. Milk from a cow. I can't believe people drink this. Let's think about this. Let's talk about it. Actually, I'll tell you what brought this up for me. What brought this up was some cornbread. Somebody, I saw someone with some cornbread the other day, and it reminded me of a few years ago when my wife was, was uh, she just had our baby. And, you know, you get the initial, what, two weeks off of work is what you get here the United States says, it's about time for me to go back. We had dinner that night, the night before, and I was going to bring some lunch. And, um, well, that night before my wife made beans and, and she was going to make cornbread, but we didn't have any milk for the cornbread. So you guessed it. She used, well, we talked about it first. She asked, uh, well, that we have breast milk, and I thought, hmm, breast milk, breast milk cornbread. Why not? So we tried it, tried making the cornbread. So she made the cornbread, and I noticed that it had risen. Man, it was huge. It was huge. This cornbread was big and fluffy and bouncy. I thought, holy crap. This is the most extravagant cornbread I've ever laid my eyes on. And I didn't have any time to think about it because I'm always running late for work, or I was. So I uh, grabbed my food, ran out the door. I go to work, forget all about it. Four hours later, I'm at work. I'm in the break room. I have my black-eyed peas, my bowl of black-eyed peas there. And then I open it up, and there's my cornbread. I'm like, oh, this isn't just cornbread. This is breast milk cornbread. And there's this old man that worked beside me. He, he, he looked a lot like a mole. He was blind as hell. And believe it or not... He was the inspector of the product. This is, you guessed, I told this, I told you stories about this place before. This is back right when I got out of college. I was a temporary agency for a Japanese electronics car manufacturing facility. This is the inspector, blind as hell, looked like a mole man. I think the nickname they had for him was uh, Fuzzy Headed Motorboater. Uh, they called him the Fuzzy Headed Motorboater. I think this was because of some in, instance uh, from him, something he did at a bar. Anyway. He was actually eating the same thing. He had a bowl of beans. Actually, I take it back. It was a bowl of chili. He called it sirloin chili where he made it with nothing but steak. And I opened it up, and there was my two big blessing-sized pieces of cornbread, big, bouncy, and juicy. And I had one, and I I was eating it with my my, uh, beans. This is breast milk cornbread, and I ate it. And uh, I didn't eat the other one. I was just sitting there. He's like, hey, uh. Could I have that piece of cornbread? I looked at him. Why, sure, Charles. Knock yourself out. 
He was eating, you know, the breast milk cornbread right there. I thought, well, I can never tell anybody this story. And then I thought, you know, right before I started the show, I'm going to tell everybody this story. It's like, so this goes to show you, you might not want to share other people's food. I don't know. Was I wrong for that? I don't know. And you think, well, what is the public stigma? What's the stigma in your mind about breast milk? You drink milk from cows. Well, one is people. Well, one is for cows. We eat cows. We don't eat people. Yes, but you're drinking milk for this made for a baby cow. Let's think about this. And then, of course, knowing me, I thought about this. And I said, you know what? What if everybody, instead of drinking cow milk, instead of moo juice, instead of, instead of excrement from a cow, mammary glands, we had human milk, mother milk. Everybody did. Instead of buying a gallon, you buy two gallons of mother's milk. This would eliminate poverty in the whole world. There would always be people employed, I don't know, being milked. I don't know what you would call it. There'd be no poverty. The ladies, they could give milk. They would just go to the facility and get paid for being milked, I guess. I mean, what would be the problem with that? But people might get diseases. No, they'd be pasteurized, just like it would be for cow's milk. I mean, you could do tests or everything. Just think about that. I mean, it could have all the different kind of races there in the, the market aisle, you know. You could have South American. You could have Brazilian. You could have... Uh, UK over here, you could all have all the different flavors from all over the world. Who knows what it would taste like in Rice Krispies? This would eliminate poverty. But you know, maybe I'm not being fair. You know, what about what about men? I don't know. Men could work at the facility. I don't know. Uh, hell, I've I've heard medical accounts where man can be milked too. Maybe this could be a new thing. Maybe it'd be even healthier. I don't know. I'm not a scientist here. I can't solve everything in one show especially not in the monologue before it opens. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Things are getting pretty crazy out here, I think, in YouTube land regarding the Idaho 4. I don't know if the milk is dried up, the proverbial milk is dried up, or, or whatever you want to call it. But here's what I'm going to talk about tonight. Regarding the Idaho 4, I've got, before we talked about Somebody that went on a date with uh, Brian Nothingburger. We talked about that. I actually have a TikTok of her talking about the incidents. And I do believe it's real. And I got. I got a story about People Magazine doubling down on pizza. On the pizza claim. All right. I have them doubling down on that. I have something interesting about Zana's mother. I'm sure you guys heard about that, about the perhaps perceived, the in the past, conflict of interest between her and the lawyer and the killer. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Plunder came out with something that I think is disturbing, and this goes into the craziness of the things going on relating to this story. And I have another story about, and we already reported this here, about the wreck that happened in front of Nothing Burger's apartment, and there's footage of his vehicle there. And I'm going to go into the Merck Doc case. Now, here's my question to you, and I don't know how else to do this normally since uh, it seems like everybody tunes in for the Idaho 4, and I do have some Idaho 4 information. I usually start with that first, 
but I'll be damned. I'll be damned if I don't have some entertainment news tonight. I do. So I'm thinking I should go to the entertainment news first. Although it's not something I would do. It's not the kind of stuff I cover. But uh, I'm just going to do it before I turn to stone or something. All right, here we go. Britney Spears. Cops called to her home after she deletes her Instagram. Fans concerned for safety. Hello, everybody. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> Britney Fears fans believe something was seriously wrong with the singer after her Instagram account disappeared, calling cops to her home to see if she was in danger. Now, there's other reasons behind that. We're going to go into those. But this report is from TMZ. She deleted her Instagram account. That's right, everybody. Crazy. But it's something she's done many times. At some point within the last 12 hours, for whatever reason, Fans became alarmed, believing that deleted account meant Brittany was in trouble and called the sheriff's office. The sheriff's office went to her house, then went out to Brittany. Wait. They went to her home and determined there was no reason to believe she's in danger. This is a, a video from a dining disaster she had earlier this month. Pretty crazy. Check it out. This is where she wasn't happy with her appetizer. Well, elsewhere in the land of who gives a crap. Paris Hilton's family and friends share excitement after she welcomes her first child. That's right. Her and her husband, Carter Reem. Welcome to baby boy. They showed her support after she announced the birth of their first child on social media. Hilton's sister, Nikki Hilton, Rothschild, is that elitist enough for you? Shared a throwback picture on Twitter as she welcomed the socialite to mommyhood. Welcome to mommyhood, Paris. So incredibly happy for you, she wrote. It's the most beautiful ride. There's no greater love. You're going to be the best, mommy. What a lucky boy. Tons of Hilton's famous pals took to the comments section of her Instagram post to show their excitement. Congratulations. What a blessing. We love you. Chris Jenner commented. All right. On to seriousness. Have you guys heard about this from Julian Sands? No, I heard that he was in trouble. I didn't hear why. But then I found out and I thought, oh, well, this is more my style. I've got to report on this because this enters the realm of sublime. Nick Sands is the brother of Julian Sands. Who's Julian Sands? Well, in the 90s, he was in a movie called Warlocks. Check that out, Warlock. Let's see, what else was he in? Well, I'm sure it'll tell us here in a minute. But Warlock is the one I, I remember him from. He was a tall, skinny blonde-haired, crazy-looking guy. He was first reported missing from Mount Baldy area in California on January 13th. They announced late Tuesday that while they had found another missing hiker, there was no trace of Julian Sands. So he went missing, disappeared off the side of a mountain. Isn't that very missing 911, or not, missing 411, not 911? 
They're closing on the second full week of searching for the missing hiker. Numerous ground and air searches efforts have taken place, according to a press release from the San Bernardino County. All this time, Mr. Sands has not been found, and no evidence his current location has been discovered. This is crazy. Jin Chung, a 75-year-old resident of L.A., who had last been seen on Sunday, was found having suffered some weather-related injuries and a leg injury, but was able to walk out with assistance with crew members. He was transported to a local hospital for treatment. Authorities said they're continuing their search for the 65-year-old Sands, best known for his roles in A Room with a View, The Killing Fills, Arachnophobia. I think he was also in a James Bond movie, maybe, maybe not. A View to a Kill. Didn't he play the crazed milkman? He has not yet been declared missing, presumed dead, but I know in my heart that he has gone. That's what Nick Sands, his brother, said. However, sibling rivalry being what it is, it would be just like him to walk out there and prove me wrong. He also talked about his brother's hiking, his love for hiking. I was I was kind of surprised for, about that. I'm not going to lie. All right. This is something we talked about in the Discord. So everybody, if you're a member of Midnight Radio, if you're interested in it, there's a link above. And if there's not a link above, I'm sure RoboMod can make one. You can click on that. Click the join button. It'll tell you what you get with membership. With membership, we have a whole lot going on the Discord. If you're level two or three, get access to Discord where we have stuff actually literally going on there 24 hours a day posting information. Uh, This is something I posted yesterday on Discord, this and a lot of others. And I want to know what you think about this. When I open the phone lines for you guys to call, I would love for you guys to talk about this. And here's the gist. There's a woman and her husband. Uh, They've been married a long time. Let me see. I'm trying to to get the date on here for you. Uh... Okay, so they're in their 76 years old. They've been married for over 50 years. I mean, he has the ending stages of cancer. And the story goes like this. They decide to end his life. He's there in the hospital. She, Together they made the decision for her to get the gun, shoot him in the head, and end his life. I got a video of that. I'll play that right now. This is of the sheriff's deputies outside. Tell me what you think. Is this right or wrong? How should they treat this woman? Drop the gun right now! Drop the gun! Drop the gun! You got any eyes out, Sergeant? What's that? You got any eyes? I can't see. The she's sitting right down on the bed. Yeah, she's on the other side of the bed. Oh, I'll think It's a black revolver. I'm saying a visitor. Drop the gun! Drop the gun! Drop the gun! Just drop it. Just put it on the ground and slide it away from you. Drop the gun! No, no, no. I got you. I got you. You can't open the outside. Hey, here. Yes. You want to crack this open with this? Open it from the outside? Yes. Drop the gun! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! We got time. Back up! Back up! We got time. We got time. We got nothing but time, guys. Can we evacuate some patients from the adjoining rooms? Can we do that or no? Drop the gun, I got, man! I got, a, I got a good angle right here. Drop the gun! I got, 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 I got
dialogue. You gotta build dialogue. Man, tell, tell me what's going on. Tell me what's we don't I don't wanna hurt you. We don't wanna hurt you. Tell me what's going on. Just talk to me. Talk to me. What's going on? Why can't you drop the gun? Why can't you drop the gun? Disturbing footage. They've charged Ellen Gillard, Gillard, 76, with one count of premeditated first-degree murder and three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon after she allegedly shot her husband in more than 50 years, Jelly Gillard, Jerry Gillard, to death recently. Released police-worn body footage shows Daytona police arresting her at the Advent Health Daytona Beach. One officer observes she is sitting right beside the bed in her husband's hospital room. Another officer can be heard trying to get her to talk and drop her firearm. Police negotiated with her for four hours before eventually using a flashbang and taser to get the 76-year-old woman to drop her weapon. Daytona police chief said during a Sunday press conference that she was already in a depressed state due to her husband's illness and knowing that the end was near when she allegedly shot him. They had a conversation about it, and they actually planned this approximately three weeks ago that if he continued to take a turn for the worse, that he wanted to end this, she said. In a July 2016 Facebook post, she shared an old photo of herself and her husband marking their 47th anniversary. Our 47th anniversary today, this pic is from our 7th at Disney, she wrote. Along with the photo, still having a great time with one of the sweetest guys I've ever known. Lucky, lucky me. Happy anniversary, Dumpling. Jillard is now being held without Bell at the county jail there. I think that she was planning on using the gun on herself too, but she didn't. What do you think is going to happen here? What's she going to be charged with? I think that you know, she's going to be charged with murder, like you said. She's going to spend her remaining years behind bars, which is unfortunate. I don't think it had to go that way. I don't think any spouse had the right to ask that of the other spouse. And I don't understand why a do not resuscitate wasn't enough. I'd like to know what you think about this. Can you see an instance where you and your significant other could make a decision to do something like this? Even on your deathbed, would you want your wife or your husband to have to spend the rest of their years behind bars, or would you just take the death? Slowly and painfully. This instance, this incident raises many questions, and I'd like to talk to you about it. We open up the phone lines here in about 10 minutes, and I will be opening them up in 10 minutes. Last show we did, I asked you guys a question. Uh, some of some people attacked me, which are no longer our friends here anymore. Uh, not a problem. We're just not on the same wavelength. It's not a problem. Go about your life. Enjoy it. I asked a question about Mel. He put something out about justice for all. And I, asked, I asked you guys. I'm trying to. So it was 
Justice for All did a live, and it was regarding the Adventures with Purpose Lysak case. And it had paperwork, and the paperwork was from the court, and it had the victim's name unredacted. And he had it showing up on a screen. I think he might have even said the name, read the name, and had it up there for, I don't know, 13 minutes. And he didn't take it down, and people were telling him to take it down. For 10 minutes, Ikmel posted something, and it was 10 hours later until Justin finally took it down. And I said, should he, and I know he has his phone number, or I wouldn't have made a comment because I know things behind the scenes, guys. And I asked, was that okay, do you guys think? And I, I asked because I really didn't know. I wasn't trying to call Ikmel out, although some of you congratulated me for doing it. That's not what I was trying to do. Well, I finally did get my answer. And I'll play that for you. And I, I really didn't know because the way things are here on YouTube, which I'm kind of an alien at, are different than things the way things go in the rest of the world. So I didn't know. And now I do know. And I'm going to play you the answer right here. And I'll never have that, that question in my mind again because I got this from Justin himself. Hey, everyone. Justin for all here. I wanted to come out with a full-throated apology. Yesterday, I was reading a court document about Jared Lysick, the founder of Adventures with Purpose. I had just gotten the court document and was reading it the first time with you, live. I showed some private information that should have been redacted. I'm assuming this was an error on the court's behalf that they did not redact private information. Nonetheless, it's about what I do. I should have viewed the documents prior to going live. I'm sorry, and I take full responsibility on my behalf. I would never put anyone's information intentionally out, but on my own error, I did, and for that, I'm sorry. I took the video down this morning after finding out. As stated yesterday in the video, I stand with the victims and will always stand with the victims. I can't take responsibility for what everyone else put out yesterday, but I can with my own. Hey, everyone, Justin Farah here. All right, somebody put something on there saying, you just wanted people to feel like you do, and they don't. No, that's not, that's not true at all. Don't misrepresent me and don't troll me. I won't stand for it. Have a good rest of your life. No, I didn't expect people to feel the way I did. I honestly didn't know how to feel. Now I know. I absolutely know. Justin was cool with it, guys. Ikmal called him out. You know, that's fine. Oop, I made a mistake. I understand that Justin didn't answer back right away because Justin has a job. So he, d he did his show right before he, he went to his job. Then he went to his job for 12 hours and then came back. I understand. I didn't know. I honestly didn't. I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know how things were handled on YouTube regarding this. That's why I brought it up. I'm not known for causing uh, creative drama because I really don't care about that stuff. That's not what I'm here for. I'm really an outsider, guys. So now I know. So I'm cool with it. Moving right along. But I did feel like I needed to bring it up so people knew where I was coming from. And, I, I, and, and, and it's not, I don't have anything against Igmel. I don't have anything against Justin. It was just this particular situation. I didn't know how to feel because I didn't know the rules. I guess that's what I was talking about. That's something that Echo Sherry always talks about. Well, what are the rules? I know what she means. Well, what are the rules here? Here's something I want to show with you guys. I wanted to share it with you last time. And, uh, I, man, it just missed our show somehow. It just didn't get played. Yeah, you live and you learn. That's all. So right here, somebody, 
Somebody is saying, uh, Jerry needs to try some of Justin's makeup tips. Really? You don't like it all natural. So here we go. To women. Well, one lady came forward and said she had a date with Brian. Then... Hey, it's me, is. the girl that went on a Tinder date with Brian. Same age um, A lot of people have been trying to dox me, um, specifically on Reddit, um, but I never thought the comments that I made on Hobot News um, would make it to TikTok or Reddit or literally anything. Um, but here we are. So um, I thought I would make this because a lot of people are just saying things that are not true at all. Um, my interactions with Brian were very gr uh, brief. Um, I don't know much about him. Um, my total interactions with him were like 24 hours. Um, we matched on Tinder. Um, we talked for a couple hours and then he was like, hey, you want to go to the movies with me tonight? And I was like, sure. So um, we went to the movies. Um, honestly, I don't even remember what movie we saw. Um, we ended up going back to my dorm, um, and he kind of invited himself inside. I thought he was just going to drop me off, but that kind of invited himself inside, and I was just like, okay, I went along with it. Um, so he wanted to watch another movie on Netflix, and I said, sure. Um, he kept trying to touch me, um, not, like, inappropriately, just, like, trying to tickle me and, like, Tickle, rub my shoulders and monster. stuff and I was like tickle, 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 why tickle. are you touching me or what are you doing and he would just like get super serious and he's like doing? I'm not and I'm like you are though and he's like I'm not touching you kind of like I'm not touching him. Gaslight me into thinking that he didn't touch me. Didn't. It was just weird. No, no, no. Um, I didn't touch him. But then I was like, I'm just gonna run to the bathroom yeah, quick, and he was like, okay. And then he followed me to the hey, bathroom. How are things um, going which in I that bathroom? Was weird. Want me to um, not tickle you in the bathroom? So I want to tickle like you in, in dorm, appropriate there was places. Like a shared bathroom. Um, he didn't hey, go in with hey, me, but like he stood outside the door and like, I don't know. I just thought that was weird. Um, and I was like, I need to get this dude to leave. Um, like, I'm uncomfortable. Could you leave now? Into it. Um, I don't need popcorn in the bathroom. So I proceeded to pretend to throw up um, to get him to leave. Um, it wasn't because I was scared oh, of him Lordy. or like thought he would hurt me if I asked him to leave. It was just everybody welcome to the dating I'm game, totally midnight awkward. dating game. Didn't know how to ask him to leave. Oh my um, goodness, so <laughs> that's horrible. That's We're still going to give you five hundred dollars. Um, for dating he a guy ended like that. up messaging me on Tinder that he was going to go, and I was like, awesome, my plan worked. And then um, about an hour later, he texted me and said I had good birthing hips, so I never talked to Woo! Good birthing hips, baby! Yeah. Good morning, Ivana. Fascinating, fascinating. I don't think I need to say any more than that, do I? I can't believe I didn't play that before. Damn it, Jerry. Damn it. All right, it's 520. I'm going to open the phone lines. I need to get a damn sound effect of crickets. All right. First, let's go to this voicemail message. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. It's your girl, Electra. Hey, Electra. I know not as good as Bamboo, but oh. I'm here anyways. 
At least she. Um, yeah, that lady called. Kim that called in. I really feel like she has some kind of screw loose. Um, Five of them. She just she knows everything that the rest of us know, but she's thrown in her own narrative about her kids knowing about this. Uh, she said at about like 10 a.m., maybe eight or nine a.m. They already knew about it. She has an answer to every question, and just it feels like lies. I know she was vetted by the drunk turkey guys, but, and Olivia is a great reporter. She's a great YouTube content creator, but I'm just, I'm calling bullshit on this one. Bullshit. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Phone number is 325-261-0892. If you'd like to talk about some of the things we went over, we got more, but follow me here. Do you need me to call you a lift? Brave Angel, I was thinking the same thing. She is creepy. Banfield hair was nuts today. Really? There was a Banfield today and I missed it. If Jerry gets a Twitter account, I'd like to know if he likes Odin's men. I don't know what that means and I'm afraid to ask. Oh, Susan's driving. Good birthing hips. All right. So the content creator she's talking about, I believe the name was April. Is that what it was? Was that the name going around where she was going around everybody? And uh, the drunk turkey vetted her is the fact that she checked her. They checked her that she had kids and what she was saying is true. But as far as all the speculations, the wild ass speculations and theories, again, she was just at the wrong place. She should have been here talking about it as one of us. Matter of fact, where is Cindy? I've been having some withdrawals from Cindy's theories, and I'm not even joking. I want to know where she's at now. I sent her a message in our Discord. I'm like, Cindy Herring. I'm talking about Cindy Herring, everybody. We had her on the show. She was going over her theories, and I think it's time to go, you know. I'm not saying that they've changed, but I'm saying they've been updated. I'd like to hear about them. Oh, Kim. Her name is Kim and not April. Okay. So Kim's going around. I saw a message somebody put there on the Facebook uh, Idaho 4 chat. Good morning to everybody except Kim. So to update you, Chronicles of Olivia comes up in the news today. She was the one who had that latest Kim video that we played a couple nights back where Kim was going through a bunch of wild speculations and she was interviewing Kim. And, and, and Kim's speculations are just about every damn thing you've heard on the show, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if she was, you know, one of us, you know, I really wouldn't be, but the way she brings it across, like she has special information because she's the mother of some of the students. And it seems like she was saying her children's name a lot. And it just, the whole thing got weird and Chronicles Olivia took it off, took that interview down, privatized it, didn't want to be a part of it. And there is hundreds of videos now talking crap about Kim and her theories. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit about Chronicles of Olivia because this came up. Because apparently, Kaylee Gonsalves was a big fan of Chronicles of Olivia. And that is the reason why Steve and his wife decided to do an interview on her channel. Which, you know, I understand. But that comes up in today's story. 
and correct me if I'm wrong on this because I don't, I don't mean to be wrong, but these two documents I have and these two stories are getting a bit jumbled. Now, this is from Plunder, okay? So, um, you know, all credit, I guess, goes there, I guess. But here's the point they were making. Proof that Kayla Gonsalves listed her address of 1122 King Road as early as 10-5-2021. And they got, this came from Fox News, and this is from her calling something in to the police department. All right. You're like, well, what does that have to do with anything? Well, so she, I think this might've been a story that Chronicles of Olivia covered and Kaylee Gonsalves watched it. And it was about a lady that was missing from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And Kaylee Gonsalves thought she saw that person at the Walmart and she called it in. And if that is this story or not, this sheet, I'm not really sure. But regardless, Kaylee Gonsalves called that in. Of course, they checked it out. They didn't find anything. And a short time later, they found the body in a lake in its vehicle. So that was just something new, something new that came up. Uh, this is also something that came up. So apparently, Kara Kernoodle, Kernoodle, I'm sorry, it's not Noodle, Noodle, Noodle. That is Zana's mother, who has drug charges currently pending. Her public defender is, was also Brian Nothingburger's defender we got the paperwork right here and c taylor this is a paperwork where she withdrawed uh the fifth day of january so again that is just some new news that is out there so i thought i would tell you what do you think of it all right so what do you think about plunder putting this out proof that kayla gonsalves listed her address at 1122 King Road as early as 10-5-21. Who gives a crap? What, what does that matter? She didn't... Kaylee's not on trial. Kaylee didn't commit the murder. Who? What matters where she put her address? I don't understand. I do not understand why that's important. That's why I'm saying things are getting weird here on YouTube. Here I am talking about entertainment news. What's going on? I'd rather talk about some entertainment news than go nut salad on the Idaho four, which really I began. I'm still nut salad in a way, but there's a difference in talking about wild ass speculations and then saying these wild ass speculations are true, making a fancy thumbnail and acting crazy about it for weeks, which I mean, some argue that I do that anyway, but anyway, here's, here's another crazy thing that people are talking about right now. This is from J is for justice, which who am I to talk? I don't know how things go. This guy has a lot of followers, so I guess it's all right. We reported this a couple weeks ago about the, let me play just a little bit of this. This is about the hit and run accident that happened out 
right in front of Brian Nothingberger's apartment, uh, November the 13th, okay? Right before he left, apparently, because his vehicle is in, as far as I'm concerned, his vehicle is in this footage that is taken. It had not, not a damn thing to do with him, and I saw these weird-ass videos thinking that he had something to do with this. This was a, a fraternity member, actually, that was... was under the influence when they did this. All right, so anyway. To the scene, the fire hydrant, we had to have the city. All right, I'm not going to play this because I don't know what weird music he has. But let me put this full for you because I want to show you the vehicle. Up there, and... Parking lot, boom, someone get arrested, boom. There's Brian's car, okay? And you can see the plate there, too. So, for you really adept cyber sleuths, go out, get your pen and paper and write this down and see if it matters. I didn't rewind it that much. Boom, ba boom, boom, boom. <gasps> Here it is. Yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, I I guess. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's talk about Alex Murdaugh. He's on trial right now for killing his family. That's what he's on trial for right now. But there's a lot more to that case than that. I'm going to sum it up for you, and then I'm going to sum it up for you. I'm going to sum it up for you. Then I'm going to sum it up for you. Let me start by summing it up. This actually came from one of our our uh, members. Let's see, what was her name? Um, I can't remember the name. Damn it. Anyway, let me read this for you. Hold on a second. Let me get my glasses. I need to cut down on the glare. Yeah, shut up a guy. The Murdoch family has held the position of solicitor for three generations going back to close to a century otherwise known in most places as the district attorney basically they held quite a bit of power eventually establishing the most prominent law practice in the area it was a dynasty alex murdaugh is a product of rare generational privilege and status when we talked about psychopathy recently alex was the first name that came to mind his downfall came in three major ways. The nutshell, he used his influence to steal millions from clients using various connections to cover his tracks. A house of cards was built. A tragic boat crash pulled the first card and everything tumbled. The day his wife and son were murdered, Alex was confronted by his partners at the law firm regarding missing funds. The jig was up, basically. Literally, literally tip of the iceberg but that night june 7th 2021 a new infamous 
911 call from Alex to summon help when he found his wife, Maggie, and youngest two sons, Paul, shot to death on the grounds of his massive 1,700-acre property. I will send you a link for the 911 call. A year later, Alex was charged with a double homicide. He was already in custody for roughly 50 financial charges that I believe have grown to over 90 counts, including money laundering, wire fraud, tax evasion, and many more. The CEO from Palomino State Bank was convicted recently for his part in Alex's schemes. On Monday, jury selection began in the double homicide trial. I have followed this every step of the way, and it keeps running deep. Corruption like this doesn't happen in a vacuum, does it? Did he kill his wife and son? Sure he did. He's a narcissist sociopath who, when faced with exposure, calculated his next move to be continued. And I do remember who this came from. This came from Norma Jean. Norma Jean, everybody. Thank you, Norma Jean. Member in discord thank you very much uh let's go over where we're at in this trial right now let's see all right let me show you in case you want to read along follow the bouncing ball here this is from your national public radio your one source of truth alex murdoch's murder trial is now underway in south carolina and the scion of a well-connected family faces charges that he shot and killed his wife and son in June of 2021. Murdoch, 54, is being tried at the Colton County Courthouse in Watersboro, South Carolina, where the jury selection process began Monday. Throngs of journalists and true crime followers have descended on the small town for the trial. The trial is taking place in what for decades was the Murdoch's family seat of power heading the prosecutor's office for the five-county 14th Circuit after Murdoch's great-grandfather, Randolph Murdoch, was elected to that post in 1920. The family controlled it for 86 years. In addition, the Murdoch's also ran a profitable private practice. Murdoch will not be shackled during the trial, which begins Monday in Colton County. He faces life behind bars if convicted. Meantime, a portrait of his grandfather that hangs in the courtroom will be taken down. Judge Clifton Newman is overseeing the trial, which prosecutors expect to end around February 10th. The investigation into the tragic deaths of Maggie Murdaugh and the couple's son, Paul, pulled the veil back on a privileged family, exposing dozens of financial crimes Alex is accused of. It also renewed interest in other recent deaths linked to the family that have not been fully explained. Oh, Lordy. Here's a brief recap of the shocking and sad events that led up to the trial charge, the charge of murder. The power for Murdoch family was thrust into headlines when Mallory Beach, 19, died after a late-night boating accident in South Carolina's Low Country with Paul Murdaugh, who was then 19 at his center. Authorities said Murdaugh was highly intoxicated and steering a boat carrying five friends after an oyster roast when it struck a channel marker in the pilings of the R.C. Berkeley Bridge, running aground near Paris Island. No alcohol was served at the party, but the boat held a cooler with drinks, and Paul and a friend briefly visited a waterfront bar after the oyster roast. 
after the crash. First of all, they're so young, they shouldn't have been able to buy any alcohol at any kind of bar. After the crash, Paul and others were taken to a local hospital where witnesses say Alex Murdoch also appeared. The nurse's charge... The nurse in charge described the elder Murdaugh attempting to speak with every passenger from the boat, instructing at least one of them not to say anything to the authorities about the incident. Mallory Beach's body was found a week later about five miles from the bridge. So sad. More than 70 days after the boating accident, Paul Murdaugh was arraigned and released on bond after a brief court appearance. That's the son pleading not guilty to felony charges that included boating under the influence and causing Beach's death. A grand jury had indicted Murdoch more than two weeks earlier on April 18th. The local community immediately criticized the slow pace, calling it a sign of defense, a sign of difference to the Murdoch family that was raised generations of lawyers in the area. Now, June 7th, Alex Murdoch called 911. We're going to listen to that uh, call right now. Let me pull that up for you. This is what's called the infamous Murdoch 911 call. Again, a link to everything we're going over in the show will be available to you in the links below the video. Give me 14 hours to update that for you. That's right. In the early morning, early, early morning, I will play it. I mean, I will link it for you. This is Alex Murdoch at 4147 Moselle Road. I need the police to pass us immediately. My wife and child stop badly. That was Alec Murdoch on June 7th, 2021, reporting the murders of his wife, Maggie, and son, Paul. Murdoch's trial for the murders is underway in Colleton County, South Carolina. Nearly three months later, Murdoch placed another 911 call from the side of a road where he claimed he was shot while changing a flat tire. Captain County 911, what's your emergency? Oh, no, I'm Sarcahatchee Road. Okay, what's the address on Sarcahatchee Road? I'm by the church. Uh, what church? Uh, what church are you talking about? Uh, I don't know the name of it with the red roof. Okay, what end of Sarcahatchee Road? Because I don't know where you're talking about. Um, at the Hampton County side. Okay, what's going on? I stop, I got a flat tire, mm-hmm. and I stopped, and somebody stopped to help me. And when I turned my back, they tried to shoot me. Oh, okay. Were you shot? Yes, but I mean I'm okay. You shot where? Where were you shot at? Huh? Did they actually shoot you? Or they tried to shoot you. They shot me, but. Uh, Okay, wait, you need EMS? Uh, well, I mean, yes, I, I can't drive. Okay, seeing and I'm bleeding a lot. Where, where part of your body? Uh, I'm not sure, somewhere on my head. Your head? Somewhere on my head. Somebody just stopped for me, ma'am. Um, for 911. Okay, still? Hey, 
Okay, let me speak to him, see if he can tell me exactly where you are. Okay, and what's your name? I'm still here. I'm going to stay on the line with you. What's your name? Alex Murdoch. Alex Murdoch? Yes, ma'am. And you see you were driving, you got a flat tire, and somebody stopped to help you, and they shot you? Well, they pulled over, yes, ma'am, like they were going to help me. Okay, stay on the line with me. We're going to get some. I'm bleeding pretty bad. Okay. St. John's Missionary Church. St. John's Missionary Church? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And can you give me a description of the person that shot you or shot at you? Yes, ma'am. I mean, it was a, a, a white fella. Uh, I'd say a white male. A fair amount longer than me. Uh, really, really short hair. Number one, where's your registration? That's my lawsuit. This young lady is driving me to the hospital. She's carrying you to the hospital? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And who is this? This is Alex Murdoch. I was on the phone a minute ago. Okay. All right. They said, he said this is a really second to the hospital. Okay. Ma'am, I need the ambulance. You need the ambulance? Okay. Where are, you, are you still in the same location? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Which way are y'all heading? Are y'all still? Are y'all driving down the road? No, ma'am. I'm not. No. I got a flat tire. Okay. All right. Sit, sit tight right there. Okay. Ma'am. Okay. Yes, sir. We're still here. We're still here. Hold on. We're dispatching now. We're giving them information. Where? Where are you at? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Over highway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's one. Trying to get to the point where he talks about his family. I guess that was the last thing on his mind, wasn't okay. it? Okay. Yeah, so 17. Do you have your flashers on on the vehicle? Is the flashers on? Is the flashers on? Yeah. Well, I'm going to stop it right there, guys. You can check out the link in the show notes if you want to listen to it. There's a whole lot more information about this, the depth of his financial crimes, which were the first things. I believe he was convicted on those. He was already in jail when they started uh, putting him on trial for the murder of his family and all the evidence that they came up with and how he did it and how he did it to just cover up his financial crimes. Very fascinating, very dark about the things that go on. All right, here's something that's going on right now. We're about to give away a free hat, a midnight radio hat. So for those of you that are listening right now, I'm going to give away two hats, two hats, and one to the live audience right now here on YouTube because this show is filmed in front of a live YouTube audience. This show is about a conversation with you. It's where I have a conversation with you. You didn't want to have a conversation with me today. All right, nobody called in. That's fine. All I wanted was a conversation with you, but I guess I'm not going to have it. But that's fine. I'm still going to give you a hat. So if you haven't yet, here's what you have to do. There is a post on our community page about a hat. has a picture of a hat in it. It says hat giveaway. That is where you need to like that post. Don't just... The first thing you do is like that post. And then underneath it, you put, I want the hat. Choose a number between 1 and 60. You have two minutes to do so. Choose a number between 1 and 60. And we're going to choose 
one of those to get the hat. That's right. I said one. I said, I'm giving away two hats, but only one to YouTube. The other one is going to our Spotify. That's right. The podcast. For those of you that are listening to me on Spotify, and I know who you are, put a link. Go to Spotify. Put a number between, say, I want the hat. Choose a number between 1 and 60 and put it in the comments there on Spotify. It'll ask you, what do you think about this episode? Say, I want a hat between 1 and 60. We'll choose one of you using the old random generator, and we will send you a hat also. You have 24 hours to claim your prize. You'll be contacted by us 24 hours after that. You have to recontact us an email with your information so we can send you the hat. If you don't, within 24 hours, you forfeit the hat. Now, the hat, you win the hat, and you can't give it away. This is for you. I don't want to be sending it to somebody else. Um, I want to clamp that down right now. I don't want to do that. If you don't want a hat, then don't enter. If you want a hat, then enter, and I will send you the hat. If you say, I want the hat, but I want someone else to have it, that gets a little too confusing for me. I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, but when you get a lot of emails, I get a lot of emails from YouTube. I get a lot of emails from Spotify. I get emails from the same people on YouTube that are also on the Discord, and they use different names. And there's usually three different names for everybody. It's really confusing. And sending a hat to a different address is kind of confusing too, especially since whoever wins the hat has to give me the address, not the person you sent it to. So let's keep it simple. All right. Did I talk for two minutes? I surely did. It's time to stop the contest and find out who won right now. And you're disqualified if you put it in the chat room. Let's see. Did I get anybody? Oh, RoboMod's disqualified. I want that 17 by seriously. Really? No, guys, I wasn't telling anybody off about sending the hat. I think somebody did that before. I didn't have a problem with that, but it can't keep going on. You know, let's, let's, let's that not be an example. That's what I mean. Uh, 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 one and 60. You guys are doing great. Nobody put it in the chat room. I'm so proud of you guys. All right, let's go to our community post and pull that up first. Who wants a hat? I want a hat. All right. I should have a hat giveaway music. How about this? Is this good hat giveaway music? Get your skis shined up. Grab a stick of juicy fruit. The taste is gonna move ya. Take a sniff, pull it out. The taste is gonna move you when you pop it in your mouth. A double pleasure's waiting for you. A double pleasure from Double Mint Gum. We're about to drive your dogs a crazy. Great feeling, making you realize Double is the one for you. All right, I can tell you right now some people got eliminated, and I'll tell you why. Because I have 36 thumbs up, but I have 45 comments. If you do not hit the like button, you will not win the hat. All right. Now let's do the random number generator. 
Oh, 1 through 60. 1 through 60, 1 through 60, 1 through 60. This is the last call, last call, last call, last call. Oh, I missed a funny comment. If somebody gets more, if somebody uses the number, if the number's used twice, the first person that got the number wins. I think it was Campbell. Was it Campbelltown? Is Campbelltown in here? I might need to send somebody to check on her. I haven't seen her in a while. All right, let me go look. All right, I'm going to refresh. This is the last time. And I'm going to change the... Yeah, you're not... I'm not to unpublic it. All right, if you guys haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe. That'll help you join the conversation. That's what this show is. We need more people. We need new people that actually call somebody because it's a talk show, not a talk at you show. You guys are hurting my feelings. Uh, and also hit the bell so you know when we go live. Sometimes we might be late sometimes. I'm just saying it doesn't happen very often. Man, we got hit by an update yesterday. All right, here we go. Random number generator, 1 through 60. Boom, generate number is 135. All right. Let's find out. I'm going to drive your dogs crazy right now. Again, the number is 135. 135. Oh. Washington State mom's getting close. 123. Laura really wants that hat. All right, the winner is Washington State mother. And she won with the number 123. Congratulations, Washington State mom. And you, she put that in two hours ago. Congratulations. You win a new hat. And you're in Washington State. Which, you know, here's the weird part about it. We also ship hats to the UK. And for some reason, they get those farther. They get those fast. Like, if you order one in the UK, you get it in two days. Campbelltown's been waiting for hers for like six weeks. I don't know. Chinese New Year? I don't know what's going on. I'd like to give a shout-out to Washington State Mother. You won. You have 24 hours to contact me. Contact me within 24 hours to receive your prize. Herton Phonics worked for me. That's the Susan A's joke. I can't take responsibility for that one, guys. I'd like to thank you all for joining me today. 
I appreciate it very much. I'll put too much honey in my tea. For those of you that don't know about it, we start at 4 o'clock with the pre-show stream where we have a rocking show for you guys. If you didn't hear it, the only way for you to hear it is if you're a DJ, because I put a link to it in the DJ section of our Discord. To be in our Discord, you have to be a member. To be a member, the first level is $2.99. That is supporter only, and that's all you get. $4.99, that is if you want to move up, be a midnighter, get exclusive video, exclusive live streams, and we have those coming up for you, believe me. We have a documentary I'm working on. You guys have been asking me about it. I'm telling you, this is awesome. If you don't know my documentary work, check it out in our video section. You can check out and see what my documentaries are like. This one is really good. You're going to love it. It's creepy cool. We're going to have a screening, if you remember, before it goes out. Before we have a premiere, we're going to have a screening for members only. We're going to have a big screening party. Party. We're going to give away stuff. I'm going to have popcorn. It's going to be awesome. Always a lot of fun. You get Discord if you're a member. Also, if you're a midnight rider, that's our riding program, which we have a riding workshop for the riders coming up on the 28th. That's when you're going to turn in your first assignments, and it is going to be awesome. Wait till you guys. I'm, I'm looking so much forward to checking out your assignments i've seen some of them other ones i don't have yet and i'm telling you it's always man you guys your stories are good it's going to be a lot of fun if you're a midnight rider go ahead in the discord if you haven't signed up go ahead and sign up because the workshop is going to be in there it's going to be on there recorded put on youtube later for the other riders so check that out if you want to know more information better than the way i'm describing it right now about our memberships which we have a lot to offer Click that join button on our YouTube page and you'll find out about it. If you're on Spotify and you want to know about our podcast membership there, which you also get access to the Discord, but on Spotify it's $4.99, you also get access to the writing videos. Not the live stream, not the workshops, but the videos for $4.99. So maybe that's a cheaper way to go for you. I don't know. I'd like to thank you all for joining in. Until next time. All my best.